Blog Talk Radio. Get ready for success. Leadership Strategies for Women is a show dedicated to providing practical and valuable strategies for emerging women leaders of today. It's your time to get inspired, motivated, and challenged to achieve your vision for success. And now, here's leadership speaker and coach, Ellie Nieves. Hi, thanks for having me. I'm happy to be here. So, Lisa, I already shared uh, something about, you know, your background and your bio, but is there anything else about your background that you can share with our listeners? Yeah, my background was not, you know, I didn't plan to become an attorney since I was like 12 years old. I wasn't watching Law and Order thinking this is what I was going to do. Um, it just seemed like a logical step when I was in college, and really why I decided to do it was because I wanted to get into a profession where you could really gain like a lot of marketable skills that you know were pretty transferable in any industry and it's a profession that's consistently changing there's no way that you can you know master any area so it's something you really can't get bored at so I think that's kind of something to add in there well, I love that I think that um, it's a great way to just stop and think about how you can use your skills in a in a more marketable way, and I think that sometimes we don't always approach our careers that way, so I think it was a very sensible approach. Yeah, you don't have to stick in a box, you know. If, you know, I know a lot of people who are attorneys who, you know, are no longer practicing, but have used their skills to go into other industries, you know, to become sports agents or to, you know, start their own company. So it's definitely a valuable background to have, as long as you know how to market it. Politics and the same thing. It's just marketable in terms of uh, just doing uh, government relations type work and any other marketable skill that you can use uh, as, as an attorney. So, yeah. Um, 
Lisa, can you share with us what your leadership style is? I think now in the stage that I'm at, I'm still, you know, kind of like young in my career. So I think it's always flexible and I'm still learning. I'm always taking pieces of leadership style from people who I look up to and think they've got it, you know, people who I actually want to emulate in my company. Um, a few things are is that I think I'm a good listener, definitely goal-oriented and process-oriented. I think for a leader is, you know, you've got to be able to listen to what people want, kind of understand what they want, and think of the end goal and how are you really going to get there? What are all the pieces of the puzzle that you've got to orchestrate and put together to make it happen? It's not just saying, you know, I want to go from A to Z, but like how do you actually do it? And, and you know, I think that's what I always try to do when I'm in meetings. I always think of the, you know, I want to go to here at this point or this is the project that we want to complete, but really what do we have to do to get there and who are the key people that are going to help me do it and what is their part? in that project. Yeah, definitely. So can you share a little bit about the volunteer work that you do at your company to help women advance their careers? I know you're very active. Yes, definitely. I'm all about women succeeding and staying in the workforce, um, minority professionals and women. I think that's key. I don't believe in women competing against each other, trying to get them out of the workforce or out of you know, positions of power, completely pro making sure women are decision makers and they're at the right table, you know, their voice in every single meeting that they go to. And one way to do that is to give employees, you know, tips, how to, like guys and how to be more, you know, to actually contribute in meetings or contribute and be seen as a valuable player in your department. You know, we always hear words like that, moving up the, you know, corporate career ladder, doing better at work, you know. But what does that really mean? Well, you know, when you go to work, you know, nine to five, how do you actually put that into action? So some of the steps that we do here at Viacom is to actually do a women's work, a leadership workshop series. And we bring in a variety of speakers that come in and give us practical tools that our employees can put into action the next day when they come into work to really try to achieve their goal. I mean, we're always talking about goals. We actually never talk about the strategies that you have to put in place on a daily basis to actually get there. So it's putting together a lot of workshops that people can come to, one, to meet other people in the workforce, that you know, to meet other people at the company, um, to get a lot of ideals from executives who have already made it, you know, tips that actually work with them, and it provides them an opportunity to meet with men, with mentors to try to get, you know, the right advice and the right counseling and how to move up the corporate ladder. So it's doing a lot of different programs. I mean, I think that's the most important thing and being consistent with programs. Not doing them like once or twice a year, but doing them once every, you know, two months. So you're actively feeding your employees a variety of tips for them to think about and to think of ways of how to really put it into action, you know, day to day. One, I'm always learning. I mean, there's you can never stop learning. There's always another tip or, you know, a work issue comes up, someone's already dealt with it. You know, you can never hear enough information from people who have been at the company a lot longer than you. 
uh, who have worked with a variety of people and who are in positions of power. I think it's always good to listen to people. And the second thing really is the internal networking opportunities that you honestly would not get otherwise. I think that's invaluable. In order to move up in a company, it's best to get to know as many people as possible. You never know where that helping hand may come from unless you start to network and engage with people within your department, but also in other departments across, you know, different business lines. Viacom is a company that has, you know, numerous subsidiaries. It's a company that you can move to, you know, from one company on to the next, but only if you've actually started to build relationships within your company to start meeting more people. So that's really one of the most valuable things is you start to develop a rapport with a variety of, you know, employees at your company. Obstacles have you had to overcome to get where you are today? The one I think, the one thing I think anyone, you know, everyone now can relate to, especially in New York, is it's an extremely competitive job market and a tough economy. I think that's the biggest difficulty that anyone has. You know, female, male, it's it's one that's not going away anytime soon. The second thing is it's being a female attorney in a profession that's completely male-dominated, and clients are usually used to seeing, you know, attorneys who are a little bit, you know, older, they look a certain way, you know, typically male. So, you know, if you don't fit that cookie-cutter stereotype, people are sometimes taken back when they see, you know, a young female come in the room providing them with legal advice. And how have you overcome that? Well, it's me or no one because I'm at the company, so they didn't really have a choice. And, um, you know, I try to use it as an opportunity. That's really it. I mean, you can only, the only thing I can show them is to be the most professional, competent, and well-prepared for every single meeting so that they leave with a good impression. I mean, I think that's, the, you know, you put your best foot forward. And I really don't think about it too much. I mean, it's, it's been years now that I've been in rooms where I've been the only female in a room of 20 other attorneys who are all male. So I think, you know, after a few years, you definitely get used to the lay of the land, and you just, you know, it's, it's not what I want to see. That's why I encourage females to stay in the workforce, but you definitely become accustomed to it, and, you know, you just adapt. You make sure that you, you also always have a voice at key meetings. I think that's important. That's great. Three leadership strategies that have helped you to succeed in your career. I think the, one of the most important things is you've really got to understand your organization and the office politics. In order to do that, you've got to be you know, a good listener, you've got to be observant, and you've got to link up with good mentors and sponsors. Those are your key people. They're going to help you navigate the lay of the land you know, to the, you know, the best way possible. Um, and another thing I think that's really important that I've used that I learned um, from an attorney actually at American Express is anytime that you've got an ideal that you want to put forth in a meeting that you think is really good that people should latch onto, you've got to have buy-in by those people before entering the meeting. Don't spring an ideal at a meeting and hope that everyone's going to, you know, join on the bandwagon immediately. 
you've got to have buy-in beforehand. And you don't need to have buy-in from everyone at the meeting. What I mean by that is you've got to figure out who are the key decision makers who are going to be in that meeting. Those are the people that you need to get on your side before you go into the meeting. If those people are on your side, when other people hear the ideal, they're like, oh, so-and-so said yes, so-and-so is a decision maker. If she or he agrees with it, then, you know, I, I'm more apt to agree with it as well. And that's how you get a, you know, coalition of people kind of going, you know, rallying up behind your ideal. And then I, I, I love that tip about just thinking through who the decision makers are prior to delivering an idea. And I think that just because it's a great idea doesn't mean that everybody's going to accept it, right? Exactly. Definitely get the buy-in ahead of time. Yeah, don't let your excitement, you know, get you too far ahead. Instead, stop, think, throw the idea around to the key decision makers, hear their feedback, get their input, you know, maybe rework your ideal as soon as they're behind you. Then, you know, you have a pretty good chance of making sure other people at the meeting are going to follow you as well and be into the idea. Well, luckily I'm not at a law firm anymore, so it makes it a lot easier. Um, for that, there is no work-life balance, and um, that's just the way it is. But for, you know, when you're not at a firm anymore, then I think, you know, you've got to be flexible. I think that's the most important thing. For being an attorney, it's flexibility is an automatic characteristic trait that all attorneys should really possess. Um, I think one thing is I don't put too much on, you know, oh, I really wanted to go out tonight, I really wanted to see this movie, I really wanted to go dancing. Those are all things that you can change. The things that are really difficult to change are family obligations and vacations. But to me, everything else is, you know, can be switched around, no problem, kind of work can come first for that. Um, the second thing is I don't have kids, so that really helps. <laughs> and... Um, I kind of try to make time. You know, I, I go on vacations abroad. I try to do one vacation overseas every single year. And so far, I've kind of been able to do that. And that's something that's really important to me that I enjoy like no other. So as long as I get to do that, I'm pretty content. Great, great, great. So what advice do you have for women who are looking to attain a leadership role? Make sure you have a goal. Um, what kind of leadership role do you want to have? I mean, try to assess what kind of leader that you think you are and why you want to be a leader. Why do you think you would be good at being a leader? Then the next best thing really is to link up with sponsors at your company. Those are people who are really going to be able to put you into that leadership position or talk about you at meetings that you may not be at yet due to your position that can actually help you, you know, gain more of a visible leadership type role. I think that's key. It's not a, being a leader isn't something you can do on your own. It's even though you're in a leadership position and you have followers, to be a leader you need to have followers, but you don't get that just on your own. You get that by making sure that, you know, you're in good standing with key executives and decision makers who agree with you being in a leadership position and who support you in that position. Lisa, what's next for you? What's one of your professional career goals? Mm -hmm. Well, one thing I think is important, it's always good to be open-minded. 
you know, I always try to plan, you know, I think as women, women are planners, you know, I can plan things, every, you know, every single year of my life, but always try to be flexible. You never know when a curveball is thrown at you or when opportunities come knocking. So I'm always open to listening and not being stringent in all of my goals. But the main thing is really just moving up the corporate ladder. So it's not a, you know, I want to be this or I want to be that. It's just making sure that as the years pass by, I know that I'm moving up the corporate ladder and I know that as an attorney I'm becoming an expert in my industry and then I'm being seen by others as a valuable member of the team, that my contributions are actually critical and they're wanted. I think that's really the most important thing for me. You know, I think everybody wants to be thought of highly, you know, in their workforce. And, I mean, for me, that's really what's important. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think that's a great piece when you you think about personal branding, you know, your work product and being strategic and how that manifests itself and how people start talking and thinking about you and your company ahead in your career. It's been really a pleasure to uh, interview you today. No, I'm more than happy to. I enjoyed this. Thanks so much for the opportunity. And to all my listeners, thank you for tuning in. Don't forget to visit the newly relaunched Leadership Strategies for Women webpage at leadershipstrategiesforwomen.com. Until next time, God bless.